Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Motherfuckers, what's going on? Not a lot, mate. Chris here standing in for young Tarbo, who's got some shit to do. Bro, he... And we have a very special guest, by the way, uh, by the name. Welcome, Naomi. Know hey. what I'm saying? How you doing, man? Thanks. What's a... Uh, like, okay, you don't need, be, don't need to be so nervous, <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? What's been going on, man? What's been going on? Uh, lots of different things. Um, there was a Jewish um, festival called Purim this week, so... Yeah, what is that? Um, Purim is a Jewish celebration where you get dressed up mm-hmm. and it's joyous. So we have a story about um, a girl named Esther um, who went to a king in Persia and the king was looking for a new wife and decided, you know, this girl Esther would be his new wife. Mm-hmm. And then um, Esther had to hide her Jewish identity. And oh, then um, one of the king's advisors named Haman decided, you know, let's kill the Jews and told the king the plan. And then Esther found out about it. They had a couple of parties. Esther got the king drunk and eventually said, you know, your advisor's going to kill my people. And so um, because of Haman decided that he was going to hang some other Jewish guy, yeah, yeah. Um, the king was like, oh, let's switch the plan around and make him, I guess, like... The example. Be hung, yeah, and oh, be the example. So um, because of that, the Jews were saved. Um, we dress up because God was like hidden in the story and yep, it's yep. really cool. Wow. So um, I decided to go as the Queen of Hearts this, this year. So, no shit. Um, yeah, it was really cool. What was what was the costume like to dress up as, the, as that person? It was really cool because um, I kind of wanted to go like superhero villain sort of side of things, right, but obviously right. not the mainstream sort of um, DC sort of, um, I guess, dress ups. Yeah, yeah. So um, I always like hand make my costume. No shit. So, yeah. Fuck, man. You go hiking, you do a whole bunch of shit. Yeah, I also you go hiking. That's what Project I did this morning. Full-time Jew. Full-time Jew is the one that takes up a lot of it. Bro, full-time Jew and she's 22. Man. Bro, like, what the fuck, man? Like, and, and bro, I was like telling her, like, just just before we started, I was like, man, you are the most organized twenty-two-year-old I have ever met. Yeah, you definitely have to be organized when you've got so many different things on. I know, yeah, sure. Um, but I guess the motto that I live by is seek discomfort. And okay. um, there's a YouTube group called Yes Theory. Yep, yep. And they kind of inspired me because their motto is seek discomfort. There was a group of four guys that decided to do different things within 30 days. Mm-hmm. Um, like they got their artwork on um, a wall in a cafe and then they decided to meet someone famous and like yep, yep. all this crazy sort of thing. And then that kind of started their YouTube channel and it's just growing up into like a community. So mm-hmm. like if you search Yes Fam, you know, India or Yes Fam Australia or anywhere in the world, yep. you'll find like a group of people. And if you just kind of like say that you're a part of the group, it's like a community. It's not even a YouTube channel now which is amazing so oh, at the no moment shit. they're helping out ukraine so it's like digital freemasons 
<laughs> yeah, in a way. Yeah, thirty third degrees. And also, you like my motto is seek discomfort. Are you guys just a masochist club in disguise? It like, might be a little bit of a club, like, but, yeah, totally but, but it's different. nice. It's nice because everyone supports each other. It's more about the support sort of framework. So. And are most of them Jewish, or is it just any no? Type? It's like anyone. So I've got my like Jewish community and Jewish geography, which I love playing. Right, right. Um, so wait, wait, wait. You you play Jewish geography? What? Yeah. What does this mean? <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I sort of yeah. Like it's good you stopped it. So if you get on a bus in Israel, you're likely to see someone that you know or a cousin or a friend of someone else that you might know. Or you might be walking down the street on like a Saturday or something and you might just see someone that you know... You, you know, but you don't really know. So um, someone might be like, oh, you know, say hello to your father and you'll go, who the hell was that? Yeah, and then yeah, you've yeah. got to backtrack it and then you figure out that your father went to like Hebrew school with that person Oh shit! Um, as a kid. That's um, too much, man. I yeah. don't know. I kind of, I can appreciate it because I kind of feel a bit ruthless almost. Like my, all my family's back in South Africa and I just came over here by myself. Like I've got my partner and daughter here. Yep, yep. And, um, but yeah, people are always like, what is your culture? And I was like, uh, beers on a Friday afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> and some board waters or some yeah, shit. Yeah, like, you know what I mean? I, I cook d- dead things on fire. <laughs> Fuck, man. Well, like, as, as you were saying, like, about the whole, like, like, you know, like a bunch of people and stuff. Mm. There's also the opposite side of that, like, being in a bad way. As in, like, like, when I was in Portugal, like, just on a holiday, and I was there by myself. So, this is the first time I've ever went there by myself. I was, like, 19 or 20 or some shit. But while I was in my mum's village, like, where she's from, I seen some random dude just randomly. He's like, hey, hey, cousin, like, what's going on? And I was like, what the? I've never seen this dude in my life. And this dude had fuck all teeth. So, I'm like, I don't know if this guy's related to me because most of my cousins have teeth. Right. So, I'm like, okay, yeah, man. Like, how you doing, bro? And he was like, yeah, man. Hey, like, we're cousins. And I was like, okay, cool. He was like, hey, can we, um, let's go to the bar and have a drink. And I was like, oh, okay. And I go to the bar and he's ordering, but I'm paying. Right. And I'm like, who the fuck is this cunt? And I even asked, like, I even, like, got in contact, like, with my parents. I'm like, hey, like, you know this dude, like, I described him. And then they were like, yeah, he, he's not your cousin. <laughs> I rolled. I was like, oh what God. the, he just kind of rolled me for, like, three euros. He's not your cousin, but he's your cousin. <laughs> hey, I'm not moldy, man. Like you know what I'm saying, but uh, yeah. But like you, you um, like you were saying before, also that y- you have um uh, a South African background, right? I don't have a South African background, so I was raised by lots of South Africans. I'm from New Zealand originally, oh, okay. but lots of the Jewish community in Perth. It just so happens that like 99 of them were all like immigrants from like South Africa to Australia. Really? Um. So if we all put up our hands in the classroom and said who here was actually born in Australia like I think one or two people would put up their hands but most of us were like from all over the world and when I mean all over the world it was like South Africa and then like a couple Kiwis and maybe one or two from like Europe but really that was it so I um, didn't I didn't know South like South Africa had a lot of Jewish people yeah Yeah, man I know a couple of them even around Perth no shit but um, yeah, that's crazy. So were you, you're saying this in like a Jewish class? Did you go to an exclusively Jewish school? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what? there's a Jewish day school just for Western Australia. Like th- there's Western Australia is a big place, right? Yeah, yeah. So there's only one Jewish day school for the whole place. So you usually go there or otherwise you do stuff on like a Sunday and learn sort of um, your cultural sort of side and heritage. Yeah, I feel you. Oh, but wow. like, like I said, I don't really have a culture like – 
but I don't want too much culture like that. So is there like a casual membership I could take out? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we can work something yeah. out. <laughs> what, what's the, like, do, do Jewish, does the Jewish, like, I was about to say, say it fucked up. Does the Jewish, <laughs> <laughs> does the Jewish culture, sorry, or religion, whatever, the Jewish people in the community, do they have a certain like uh, cuisine that is very, that you can oh, yeah, really? yeah 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 it depends on the month really <laughs> oh yeah so, true yeah, yeah. um with Purim what I was explaining before the guy Haman it's um I guess like he had a hat that was like a triangle mm-hmm. um or had pointy ears so we have like these little I guess what you would call like cookies but folded into like a triangle shape with jam or chocolate or different fillings in right right and so they're called mm. Hamantaschen after Haman and how and many did you bring for the podcast today did you say I kind of ate them all before oh <laughs> um, fuck man I could have been initiated that was the membership. You know yeah, what I mean? Like, yeah. I, I can offer you some matzah if you want. So there's a Jewish festival called Passover. Oh, matzah is the way forward. Um, <laughs> it's, it's a, I don't know, not even a cracker. It's like water what, what and flour baked together within 18 minutes because pe- Passover is about the Jews um, exiting Egypt and running yep, away yep, from yep. Pharaoh and yep. the whole sort of... Slavery. Yeah, thing. slavery sort of thing. So because of they were in a rush 2,000 years ago, we basically spend eight days without any bread, mm-hmm. without like any grains, anything. So I basically survive on potatoes. No shit. And that's pretty much it for the whole entire like eight days. Really? Um, if you want to join a weight loss program, there we go. There's your membership. In. Yeah, I'm in. Done. Yeah. Bro, potatoes are the shit, man. We have a lot of potatoes in Portuguese uh, cuisine. I think it's more of a poor thing. Yeah, 100%. Honest, you know what I mean? Definitely. And you get a lot of shit out of potatoes, man. So, but how, how long ago did the story happen? Where is it real Old Testament? Is it like... It's, yeah, Old Testament. Obviously the Torah. The Torah, yeah. So, thousands of years. Yeah, about So, for thousands of years... Plus. Woman whispering in dudes' ears has got them to change their minds. <laughs> <laughs> is it is it interesting though that the Old Testament, because like the Torah is just the Old Testament, right? Just the yeah. first four books, or is it no, the whole five, thing? Five, 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 books? five. Yeah. So, so the yeah yeah sorry. No, so which books is it? Is it Genesis or? Uh, yeah, Genesis is Bereshit. Um, you're making me now go into my Jewish like. Yeah, <laughs> great, all right. We no, get balls um, deep. Yeah, it? fuck in, it. Um, then there's Shemot, um, which is book number two. What do you call it in English? What's your version of it? Exodus, I think, is the second book in the Bible, but yeah, I might I be wrong. So. Um, book of John's third, I think, or something. No, book of no, John's no, no, the that, New that's Testament. the disciples and things. And that's right, the, my that's bad, the my gospels. bad. <laughs> yeah, okay. I'm going to shut the fuck up, Lee. <laughs> yeah. So, um, Bereshit, um, Shemot, Vayikra, um, uh, Devarim, and there's one more that I cannot remember off the top. We used to learn all these songs in like Hebrew school, yep, yep. so I'm not a very good singer, so I'm not going to sing it. But um, there I mean, now you kind of have to. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, wait, this is a we need maybe for another podcast. But there's the casual like, membership five books. So each week we read a different like parish in a different segment. So um, at the moment we're kind of up to the point where. Um, there's a lot of laws about sacrifice and how do you sacrifice an animal and those sorts of things. So, right, right. Yeah, um, tell us about that because I've got a really pesky neighbour that I wouldn't mind. <laughs> Sacrificing the neighbour yeah. or like sacrifice? i got a couple to lose, baby. Yeah. yeah. 
That dog does look delicious. That's what you were saying. So um, it kind of goes into like how the priests, I guess, like with forgiveness um, and things like that, like who can sacrifice an animal, who can eat it. And um, it's really interesting, but you know, 15 pages worth of it. It's like reading like a audit of like a legislation paper. Oh, right. So um, Holy shit. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like uh, like the way that um, like Jewish people sacrifice animals is very like humane, isn't it? Yeah. Like, it's not like you're going to die, can't. It's just more like they like do a prayer, like, and all that type of stuff. And then they, they kill the animal very peacefully, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. it's done quite, from what I understand, I've never actually done it myself. All right. Um, yeah, you're not that Jewish, but keep going. <laughs> uh, my father used to have to do it back in New Zealand. Oh, uh, true. Yeah, so. So would you, though? Would I? Probably not, because I'm vegetarian as well, and just kind of seeing all the gore and stuff, it's oh, not probably shit. the best thing. Right, how how does that does that affect the how the Jewish community see you? No, 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 it's absolutely no? fine. How do you do like Fish Fridays and that? Or is that Catholics? I don't know. <laughs> that would be cool to add in. You should make up your own religion. Forget yeah. memberships to other religions. Definitely create your own. But I mean. even though, um, uh, is it now? Do you go vegetarian like because of um, because uh, you did mention something about? Like your health, like earlier, like what was it that you were saying? Yeah, so because I've got a medical condition, called that's the Crohn's, one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it basically means that I can't eat a lot of foods. That's yeah. why I'm vegetarian. So okay. a lot of people, it's really funny, look at me and go, "Oh my god, you're vegetarian! Like y- you can't eat like half the things in the world." Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, I know, poor me. What a shame. Mm. Like I don't really care if you um, go kill an animal and you eat it because yeah. that's what you're going to do. People oh, are gonna sick. Pe- I'm going to run over a dog on the way home. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully not going to eat sees. it. <laughs> she doesn't <laughs> care. I'm going to run it down, baby. Yeah. I don't mind if other people do things, if they're going to eat it, but there are some vegetarians out there that I just don't understand. It's like vegetarian is like their own cult and their own thing. Yeah. So yeah. it's like you can't be vegetarian just because of the reason of you don't like the taste of the meat and your body can't tolerate it. Right, and right. people have gone, oh, really? I thought that you didn't have, like, you had to, I guess, look after animals and yeah. you had to be an animal savior and it's better for the planet. And so, who so gives a fuck? Yeah. So, your, your vegetarianism is because of Crohn's? Yeah, pretty much. Because I, I was just thinking, okay, you have this disease which limits what you can eat. And then you were like, just for fun, I'm going to just take on a voluntary condition which <laughs> further limits. And I was like, what? No, 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 no. I can't do that. To That's that comedy right there. You know what I mean? Fuck. So it's just purely like because of the fact that you just don't like don't like the taste. Yeah, purely because one day I stopped eating it, and no one ever forced me to be vegetarian. Of course, yeah. yeah I yeah. just kind of like stopped, and I didn't understand why. And then after eating a lot of falafel in my gap here in Israel, I was kind of like, "Yeah, so, so, something's not working here." Mm-hmm. Um, and then kind of looked into it a bit, and when I came back to Australia, they were like, "Yeah." you've got Crohn's, you've had it your whole entire life. And then I realized that's why I was late to school every day. <laughs> that's oh, why I guess like um, I had stomach aches. A my lot parents, of Yeah, my parents thought like I was just making stuff up mainly because I didn't want to get to maths class on a Monday morning, which is fair enough. Yep, my yep, brother yep. takes after me at the moment. He's in year 12 and just All right. like, yeah, he also doesn't get to school on Has time. he tried to claim Crohn's? <laughs> no, no, no. no. <laughs> he thought about it, he thought about it, but he's like, nah. Claim I'm it. just gonna I'm just gonna get out of school and just kind of be done. But he got he's he's one of the lucky ones that got his license like in school. So right. um, he's like, I'll I'll just drive myself when I want and things like that. Mm. So yeah, I think one of the funniest memories though that I have was the fact that 
every time I was late to school and got a detention, I just used to pull up my mum's email and write Naomi was late to school today because of, and then use a random generator to figure out an excuse. Obviously, wow. I had to be legitimate. Game. <laughs> and then, you know, my own knew I was doing this and like just sent it. And then by the time I got to school and walked through the gate, this was like a daily sort of thing. And I lived five minutes away from the school. <laughs> Um, they're like, oh yeah, yeah, your mum sent an email and didn't even read half of the emails that were sent. No and I never got a I think I got one detention or something that I actually had to go to. Um, but then one. on the, the last day of school in year 12, my mum sent an email like all of those other emails were not mine or something. Really? Like, or I think she made up some other random excuse or said something about me and I was like, I don't really care. I'm out of here. So. Fuck. But that's like so many things, so I funny. think. Like when you land in a country and you fill in those weird cards and you just hand them in. Mm. like Yeah. What they're just sitting somewhere in stacks and stacks. Nobody who reads them. Does anyone imagine if someone actually put for the fuck of it that they're carrying explosives or some shit like that, and they still just walk through the gate? Yeah, we should do that. I eh? just false name, false everything. Just yeah. chuck it in the box. I think actually I saw you know those COVID sign-in things at the moment that yeah, you got yeah. to do. So um, someone wrote Merry Christmas as their name and then put a phone number. I think it was probably their phone number. I felt felt like calling the number just to make sure. Dude, I do that all <laughs> the time. I put Genghis Khan so or. Or like yeah, Socrates <laughs> and just random shit like <laughs> pull some like Cristiano. But always put my phone number so that they can actually find me. But which defeats the purpose. Bored. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, bro. Like the amount of times where like you just walk in a place like yeah, mate. Like you got to scan in, and I just put my phone in front of it, and it's like yeah, mate. It's like oh, okay, sweet. And I'm just like this isn't doing anything anyway. Yeah, there's yeah. so many close contacts now because actually someone posted about it on. A group I was in and um, yeah, they just like, they close contacts, they confirm close contact, but nobody ever contacts them. So like, are they even doing the contract tracing no anymore? Oh shit. Yeah, I think they stopped actually like counting exposure sites and they're just like, this is how many rat tests, this is how many PCR tests yeah, and things. It, I mean, and it's done. Like, just get over it. Live yeah. your laugh. But people, like people generally can't take two weeks off, man. People can't randomly take two weeks off just to isolate. Like, let's be honest, man. In terms of the money that we're earning as it is, it's like, do you, can you afford to sit home for two weeks just to isolate just because you got COVID? Mm. I'm not condoning the fact that people should just not give a fuck. I'm saying it's understandable because if I could afford two weeks off every now and then, I would voluntarily say I have COVID, just have two <laughs> weeks off. You got to schedule it in. So you know how you're saying how organized I am? Yeah. You got to schedule it in. So go to like the clubs at a certain point and then like by accidentally... And then you don't have to go to work uh, the next. But yeah, no. Nah. Fuck, man, you you know how to get days off slick, eh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It depends. But um, some of my friends like they were like my cousin's cousin got it, and half of my family, and they do meals together all no the time. Shit. And then I was like, "Don't tell me you've got COVID." And he, he was like, "No, no, no. I don't. I don't have COVID." I was very close to. Her. And another friend that I met up this morning to go hiking with, she was like, "I." was just in isolation but i didn't tell anyone that i was in isolation so i was working because all the meetings were online uh, and yeah just just because you get the day off work doesn't mean you actually get like the actual day off work yeah 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 that's so. that's just a, a covid uh potential yeah type of thing you know it's fucked up man the old dark horse eh? that's the way yeah man but like, you know what we're, we're gonna take a quick break we're gonna we're gonna be back in five minutes man like you know what i'm saying play a pimp if you feel me on that one we're gonna see you in a minute motherfuckers peace what up, player pimp? Subscribe to our Patreon for more great content. You know what I'm saying? And we are back, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. <laughs> hey, like, what do you think of that? Um, 
Naomi. A good little intro break. <laughs> no, like the call to action. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Call to action, yes. Definitely. These guys need a lot of help and support. Fuck. <laughs> with the podcast. Oh, <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> fucked up, man. I actually thought she was going to say something nice. Like, you know what I mean? It's like, oh, that, that was that But was you'll get good. there in time. You'll get there in time. It's all right. Fuck, man. That's a, that's a worse roast than... A nice roast is worse than like someone going, bro, that was fucking horse shit, man. Yeah, someone burning you. It's like, no, no, I'm just generally concerned for you. Like, you do need. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> concerned. Yeah, you, you need a lot of help. Yeah, you know yeah, I mean? you definitely it's do. It's like, are you okay day when you actually ask someone, are you okay? And then someone says, I'm not okay. And then you're like, I'm not actually qualified for this, but okay. Andrew Wolf right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's Andrew Wolf's right. verbatim. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, but, uh, no that's, that's. That's why it's stuck in my head because I was like, you're right. I'm studying community services, but yeah, I, I feel like I'm not qualified, even though. I've done the course. Oh, right. So I'll, I'll I actually had a conversation with Andrew Rolf about it. No and shit. I was like, everything that you said, like, it's funny, but it's like, yeah. So real I, at the same time. It's too real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> because, yeah, I'm not like qualified as a counselor just yet, but I've got a lot of friends that confide in me different things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You do I'm have like, that energy, like the real empathetic, like, yeah. this person will keep my secrets. I once killed a man. But you know what? Don't that's tell anyone. <laughs> no, no, but that's a, like. Do you ever feel because like you do have that that type of energy? Do you, do you ever feel like it gets overbearing though? Because you probably hear the same problems all the time. No, no, no. They all vary. So there's like. Oh right. I guess different topics I can give you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Between like friends being quite toxic to yep. like relationships going wrong mm-hmm. to like I don't know family feud drama sort of thing. Yep. It really depends. Day jobs, someone hates their boss. Like there are just like various segments that like people go into. Yeah. But I think one day I got like three phone calls. One person wasn't too sure with the COVID situation, whether they should go out or not. And just, yep. just like needed someone to speak to. So I was like, sure, like you can give me a call. So I was like doing my day job. And then I got another friend calling me being like, what do I say to this friend? What do I do in this situation? And then another call came in and like Fuck. I had like two or three meetings on that day as well. And people like it's really funny. People, whenever you're busy, don't ever stop and ask you how you're doing. Yeah, it's like people just assume that you're like so strong, you've got everything organized, you're still going. And yeah, then, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was gonna say, are there any room for your problems? Is there any room for your problems? And if not, you got room right here. What's uh, <laughs> yeah. tell us about some of your problems? Yeah, let's problems. get into it. <laughs> No, there, there don't seem to be too many problems. I wouldn't call them problems. I'd call them issues like trying to get up or like going to a gym. I don't like the idea of going to a gym. Right, right, <laughs> right. Nobody does. Hey, no, no. Just like, uh. no, no, like I'm very adamant. I've got a friend that's just started going to the gym and she's like, come along with me. I'll pay for it. Like, I'll, I'll, nah, like yeah. you know, just, just, just come. And I'm like, you've joined the cult already. Like, yeah. I'm so proud of you for working on yourself. But for me, I cannot step into a space with four walls. Like even this room room like having four walls right. like it's great that it's got hair con where I so feel do like you live in have. a tent or <laughs> <laughs> yeah how do you live man shit every house has walls man yeah, yeah every house has walls but when you're surrounded in walls like all the time in your workspace in yeah, like yeah, your yeah. house like ah. it's so nice to get out so i play tennis and do other things to keep myself fit but yeah i feel you yeah, yeah just but when people like confine you to four walls in a gym it's mm. almost like they're suffocating me so I'm yeah, like, yeah but the no. thing is tennis is good because it's got an objective like you're trying to beat someone or you're trying to you yeah, know smack the ball across and yeah just hit mm. them but if you're just picking stuff up <laughs> and putting it down for the sake of it i'm just like oh 
No, see, this is the thing, though, is we're going back to, as you were saying like before about the whole, oh, um, like you have that friend saying, oh, come to the gym, oh, I'll pay for it, all that type of stuff. Don't, don't you feel like that's a, a, ta- a touch bit patronising? Because even though that they're still trying to help you, it's more like, I can pay for my own shit. And the fact that they want to help so much is a, is a bit of a turn-off in terms of like, uh, nah, I'm It's good. not really like helping. It's more like she wants the support and the cheerleader and I'm like, yeah. I will cheerlead from the outside. I'll yep. hold up a poster on the outside. I was like, the only way I'm going to like a gym is if there's like, I don't know, like a slurpy machine, like in the gym. <laughs> I don't know, like something there that I can actually enjoy. A McFlurry because, or something. Yeah, I don't really want to swell like sweat. I'd have yep, people yep. staring at me. I know that the gym's obviously not that, but to me, I'm like, there is so much more out there. Yeah. Like if you're going to be stuck in a room, you might as well be doing comedy. Like, Of course, yeah, yeah. It might people be one of those low-key burns though, because she's like, come to the gym with me. And you're like, nah, nah. And she's like, no, no, you need the gym. I will, I will pay for you. Just come. Yeah. You're looking, at, you know, I've seen the shape of you. <laughs> you look like a pear, man. Yeah, well, you need to come to the, to the gym. gym. Yeah. <laughs> to be fair, when I offered her to go hiking this morning at 6 a.m., she was like, y- uni assignment. Like, I, I've got stuff on. Yeah, like, but 6 a.m., mm. what are you, a madman? Like, come on. It was meant to be 4 a.m., to be honest. But it was Fuck, too man. So, Shit. Yeah. See, like, you don't, you're, you're keeping yourself, like, healthy doing, doing other shit anyway. So it's not like does does your friend now like you can be honest? Yeah. Does your friend look like she really needs gym? No, she doesn't need the gym, and that's what I keep telling her. Oh, so she's just trying to get fitter, like look better or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh right. We're like okay. going through like we were like really good friends, and I yep, love yep. her. She's like my best friend, but we have this sort of thing where I guess like we're, she she went through her bedroom, so like I'm now going through my wardrobe of stuff, okay. and like we're slowly getting rid of things, and I'm like, you can't wear that; that looks too tacky. And she's like, you know, um, I guess like other people have told her like because she dresses like quite casually, like throw over tea and things, and she's like right. can really have like nice outfits so i'm like you can have like half of my wardrobe like take it right, right. so but it's funny it's become like a project that we're both doing like okay. i didn't ask for my room to be cleaned but my mind's automatically going yeah we're cleaning up my room we're just gonna get everything yeah, <laughs> done yeah, yeah, yeah. so um yeah it's kind of become like a side project but yep, yep. i was never like i guess like this is what i'm doing today it just kind of happened yeah yeah so yeah she's one of those friends where like she walks in and the wi-fi just connects and then like my parents don't even blink twice if she's there or not oh, and i'll okay, tell them like yeah. two minutes before that she walks in the house oh yeah she's coming over and then the other day like i forgot that she was coming over and yep. she was just standing in my room after i'd been to the bathroom i was like oh okay sure you're here <laughs> like oh no I shit didn't, i didn't realize that you were coming and see that that <laughs> that there would piss me off man because I, I need a i need a notice like it doesn't matter how close that we are i need notice that you're coming over to my house and that's also heavy female privilege because if a dude <laughs> does that it's a crime <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> to his female friend. You know what I mean? <laughs> Absolutely. It's a crime immediately. <laughs> like, you will be arrested. Yeah. <laughs> no, nah, like, I, I need notice, man. You know what I mean? And even, like, uh, just, just the whole thing, like, about the gym, too, is where I find that whole just, just doing weights type of thing. I, find, I actually generally find that really boring. And that sort of put me off from going to the gym in the first place. It's it's. It's as you said, Chris, you just pick it up and put it down. You wait three minutes because that's the time you have to do for your muscles to relax. You pick it up, doing it again. It's boring. And that's why I do CrossFit because there's so much different shit that you can do all the time. Isn't that the cult? Um, no, that's uh, Judaism. <laughs> <laughs> right, I thought you were going to say Christianity. You know what I mean? No, but it's, uh, at first it may seem like that, but it's a very good supportive 
community type of thing. Because I thought, like, when I first joined, I was like, man, there's going to be a bunch of meatheads. And I'm like, fuck. Uh, they, don't, they don't have a good rap. They don't have a good rep as well type of yeah, thing. Yeah. So I'm like, man, I'm going to be chilling with these bunch of fucking steroided fucks. But I started, like, as I started to get normal, she was like, oh, fuck, man. They're actually quite nice to hang around. Do you, you have, like, I mean? a gym lad friend that you go with then? Or? No, no, no. I go there by myself. Like, anytime I go to the gym, um, I'm never actually doing it for a social thing. Even though, like, a lot of people, they're, even after the workout, they're talking to each other, they're hanging out, they're talking about what they're going to do on the weekend, all that type of stuff. Me, like, when I'm in the gym, for some reason, I'm just, because I want, I just really want to put in the work and get as much as I can out of it, that I'm not really talking to anyone. So even when I have that two-minute rest or whatever, I'm just focusing on my next lift or my next movement. So it's just like, it's very, very focus orientated in terms of just like the gym gains or whatever. So I'm, I'm, I'm a bit antisocial in the gym. But yeah, so that's yeah. that gym shit. <laughs> so in a way, yeah, it's a cult. You know what I mean? Yeah, sure. <laughs> you signed over your savings completely voluntarily. We get it. <laughs> and it's expensive as fuck too, man. Snap fitness is not bad because it's quite cheap. But apart from that, it's just because uh, I, I don't trust myself in the gym, man. I don't. I'm known for a fact that at some point I'm going to fuck up and I'm going to hurt myself. So that's why I do the classes because they're always, just about every session I do, they're always correcting me to make my movement better. The you know class is good. That's what I mean. Good. That's what just, I mean. Yeah. Just like everyone's staring at you and whilst you're sweating and like not looking the best that's yeah. it's it, it's not even like that though like that's the thing like really in terms not, not really because don't convince you to go to the gym no yeah, no, no, no i kind of feel very uncomfortable at the gym as well like it's just i don't know the whole vibe the light the color the, the bad music the grunting from the <laughs> people taking it too seriously like i, I just but i have had a similar experience in church as well the lights wrong the sweat you know what i mean it's just like so, mm. like the act was bombing. You yeah, know what I mean? Was, like, yeah. If you want to speak about like the synagogue and the shul, sort of, I called the synagogue the shul. Like, there's always people that complain. As Jewish people, we just we just have to complain about something. So usually, it's yeah. the that's pretty con. honest. Uh, it's, uh, yeah. it's the aircon setting. It's too hot. It's too cold. Yep. Like, open a window and then someone will close the window and like it'll just keep on going round and round in circles until someone's like will like guard that window so that way no one opens or closes it. Oh holy shit. That's yeah. so funny, man. There's a famous there's a there's a pretty good um Jewish comedian. Actually there's a bunch of them. But one in particular, <laughs> this woman named Jessica Kierset, and she's so she does has does all these bits on typical Jewishness. Like when she does a show, she'll have a Jewish woman come up to her and say like the, uh, like complimented but in the most negative way she was like that was so funny like i was laughing so hard even though no one else around me was like such a jewish compliment oh man is there is there like okay this is gonna be a weird question but is there a lot of karens in the jewish community there are doctors and lawyers and then like the commerce students and then if you're anything but that then you know you failed no. <laughs> holy <laughs> shit fuck a lot of pressure man <laughs> no, no, no it's it's that that's sort of the stereotype of things yeah, so yeah. like when we're all like together it's not like they're karens they're jewish mothers and jewish <laughs> mothers especially south african jewish mothers maybe you can relate to this one chris but um it's like another generation like it's 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 scary because if i walk into my like 
a friend's house and there's like a South African mother. Yep. It's like, she's like my own mother. It's like, make sure oh, you got right, your right. shoes, make sure you got your sunscreen for the beach, make sure you got a sun hat, you know, mm. no hat, no play. It's like oh, every wow. single rule under the sun and then making sure like if you walk out the house without being fed, it's like, they oh failed. my goodness. Yeah. It's mm. like, there's always food, always love, welcoming. It's like, it's a bit too much, right, right. but like it's there for like the good reasons. Yeah, they yeah. cuddle the cat to death. Pretty much, in yeah. A way. That, that, that's that's a good way to put it. And and do you call all like your um uh, the South African Jewish uh fucking people or like yeah, they whatever. are still people. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that sounded so bad. So I was trying to think of a good word. You know what I mean? So I'm trying to say aunties and uncles, but I'm like, do you call them auntie and uncle, even though they're just like your mum's friend or some shit like that? Because that's a very saffron thing, isn't it? Not yeah. really. It's usually through the school and things like that. I've had like my friends in my class, their mum has been a teacher. So I'll call them Mora which is like a teacher in Hebrew. So oh. I'll say like, Mora this. Like if, and now that like I'm out of school and when I see them, I still call them Mora or whatever. Like, yeah, they're like, yeah. oh, just call me by my name or just call me so-and-so's mom. I'm like, no, that's weird. I've called you, you for like 14 years of my life this thing and now you want me to just like change it? Yeah. That's like a, like a respect thing, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So, hey, missus, yeah. all type of shit. You yeah. know what I mean? That's like kids I picked on in school. Like, you know what I mean? Like 15 years later, they're like, just call me by my name. I'm like, you're a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, dweeb. Like, get the fuck out of here, John. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. Yeah, no, nah, fuck that. Acting hard on a pod like I wasn't the one picked on. Now just... <laughs> now just <laughs> you talk about your traumas now. Oh, yeah, that's it. You can't really talk about traumas to Jewish people, really. Mm. It's was it? like <laughs> I just got it as wait, overshadowed wait, here. Where are you going? Yeah. Well, speaking about traumas, is is there any trauma you're dealing with at the moment? No, not really. No. Nah. No, no, no. I was gonna say friends, but no, that that's just everyone and that's just life. So yeah. yeah. Well like what's your friend circle like now? Because I remember like you, you were talking about earlier about how everybody has different problems, like and all that shit. I just have a low like I don't know about you, I sort of reach a point now where I've got a low tolerance if I know the same problem is is like occurring. Like repetition? Type of thing, yeah. yeah so you yeah. struggle to have sympathy with people who make their own bed and then bitch about sleeping in it. That's what I mean, yeah. So like, how do you feel about that? Do Do any of your friends sort of have that type of... When you tell... The, I think the best way to kind of answer that one is like when you have a sort of scenario in your head and mm. you want to rant about it you rant about it to a friend right yeah yeah and then you go on and on and on and you go around and around in circles and yep. then the same conversation will come up a week later and it'll be like i'm going to do this or i'm not too sure but what should i do about it and someone will always ask you and a good little counseling tip is always ask so if you were me what would you do or um, how how would you change it or what do you want to do about it? Forget right. it, forget about, you know, how you're going to say it or what you're going to do. Of course. Just like tell me what the, what the end goal is and then mm. let's work out a how-to. Um, but you always put it back on them to work it out. And then of course. like some of my friends, I go, so you've been telling me for the past week and it's in your brain, it's like you've already done it, that you're going to, you know. Um, do whatever. To, to, to finish off this or just like whatever it may be but they never actually get to the point of doing it because yep. of their brain but as soon as you tell yourself a story and you go round and round in circles it's really interesting because when you point it out to someone and you go they're, they're too scared to do it yep. and it's like 
why are you scared to do it? If you did it already, had it, w- would it have changed the situation? But it yeah. actually doesn't. Mm. It's still going to be the same situation. They're still going to have the same feelings, whether that person's in your life, out of your life, whether you've done the task or not done the task. Yep. It's going to just disappear into nothing. So it's really interesting. But every scenario is different and every person has their own, I guess, different stories that they yep. tell. Um yeah, but some of the things that I guess I listen to, it's so easy to go, you should do this or, you know, that person's bad for you, get rid of them. It's like never works out good. Yeah, if you tell someone what to do, people look at you and kind of go, oh, my God, like, why? who are you to tell me what to do? And then next yeah, minute yeah. they ask you for your opinion anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but that's why you have them to have a moment of reflection and thinking and then you kind of paraphrase back to them what they've kind of already said to you. Yep, yep, so, yep. Um, it's weird how some yeah. backtrack that though. They actually backtrack the only thing that, th- when you ask them questions about what they just said, they backtrack and say that they didn't say that. Yeah, yeah, it's really interesting and you just kind of got to go around and around until they admit or they, they, they get come the, to a point. They, they come to a point of realisation yep. or manifestation, I guess, in a way um, that, you know, that's what they want to do. I can tell you that um, this week I went to Lachai in the old synagogue Okay. and, and I went, I met a, another Jewish person, a backpacker, and mm. she's just travelling around and we were like, yeah, let's go check out Lachaim. I've never been, she just wanted to explore so we went there and um the bartender as well was um from a cultural background and he also like got into the conversation but we're all kind of speaking and she was like something's like blocking you you seem to be like too organized I can just see it in you and then I kind of thought (laughs) for a reason and the bartender and her both looked at each other and looked at me and went you're manifesting you've got something in like you're thinking about it like nothing nothing's actually physically stopping you from you know going traveling but yet your mind is saying no, something's making you say no because maybe you're scared and things. And I went, that's so true. Like, what do I keep telling my friends? Like, Mm. they're too scared to do things. Like, and then I look at myself and it's easy to see it in others. But when you look at yourself, it's like, why aren't I doing that dream dream job that I wanted to do? Or why aren't I traveling the world at the moment? Like, if you really want to, this backpacker, she came and she said, you know, she's got an apartment so she can cook herself meals and save money instead of eating out. Like, she's found a way around it. And then she's got, like, a list of different places that she wants to go and somehow she's going to do it. And if she feels like going back to where she came from, (laughs) sorry, back to America, (laughs) America, um, then, yeah, then she will. Um, But it really just depends. But, yeah, I asked her if she was French, first of all, because of the backpacker situation. But she was like, no, 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 I'm from Hawaii and from America before. So I was like, okay, that's cool. You you can say. (laughs) Yeah, I'll feel you. So, but wait, so there was a Jewish bar with a Jewish bartender? No, the bartender wasn't Jewish. Okay. He had another cultural background, um, but it was really interesting to kind of hear his perspective on it as well. Um, because he was like, yeah, in my culture, like too, like people also limit themselves. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think also what has a lot to do with it too, is that who you surround yourself with. Mm. Cause even like for me, like I realized for so many years, like I surround myself with, uh, certain, certain types of people that I was, this sounds fucked up, but I was, if I'm the smartest one in the room, how smart are they? If I'm the smartest, 
Like, you know what I mean? I'm not trying to downplay how. Super dumb. <laughs> Sorry, you left it wide open. Like. Bro, I was waiting for you. Like, I, was, I was set it up for you. That was a setup. Like, but I'm saying, I was the smartest one in the room, and I'm teaching these these cunts shit, and, but I'm the dumbest cunt there. So I'm thinking, what the fuck? And once I started to hang around people that are way smarter than me, now I'm the dumb cunt in the room. But the thing is, if you are if you really are the smartest person in the room, you, you are actually in the wrong room because you're not learning anything. So it's like once I started to surround, Chris really wants to say something. <laughs> but once I, once I started to surround myself with people that uh, are doing better, uh, thinking better, generally have uh, higher goals than me. If mm. that, I started to be like, "Oh shit!" There's a lot of th- there's a lot of shit I want to do, and it's sort of reflected on like uh, where I want to go. Being around those types of people, because if if you're always with people that are complaining and they've always got the same similar problems and they're not doing anything, it's easy to not look at your own self because people are always asking you for advice about what what they're going through. But once you start hanging out with people that are doing better, you actually start to look at yourself more in a more harsher view type of thing. It's like, oh shit, I better get this together. I better start doing this. I better get better at that. You know what I mean? So that's just like what I find. But what do you want to say, Chris? Absolutely nothing. But I do want to say... <laughs> You're no, like... It's just the word manifest. What do you mean by that? Because that that is like I'm still so... trying to figure it out, honestly. So wrapped up in the secrets and all of these yeah, bullshit yeah, yeah. things. Yeah. It's like, you just believe. Have a vision board. Like, I think the pretty word... Pretty cringe. Like, do you have a vision board? No. I, Thank God. I, no, no, but I do have the Instagram. You know when you save down things into Instagram? No, I don't know how to work Instagram. It's witch doctor science to me. You children, really? I don't know what you do. Do you have TikTok at least? No, I have TikTok, but I don't. I don't know. Do what you're to an do old person and use Facebook. You know how you can save things into like a little folder? No, like a Pinterest board. Oh, okay. You, yeah, I think like, you're way past it. You're, you're pissing him off when you were just explaining that to me. I could see in his face. No, because you know? I actually need to recruit a young person to teach me how to. Because with it's like hand in glove with comedy. You know what I mean? You have to be able to build a brand and have. So it's no use having the product, but then not having the marketing, you know? Mm. Funny how you're really good at video editing. I'm really good at Instagram. Yeah, shit. (laughs) Team up. (laughs) The dumb kind of the smart kind should team up, you know what I mean? Mm, mm, mm. (laughs) Oh, shit, man. Fuck, I think think we're out of time, man. Holy shit. Fuck, man, this was fun, man. God damn, we got to wrap this shit up. This is is the saddest part of the fucking episode, man. (laughs) No, nah, for real, we're gonna wrap this up, man. That's, That's fair it. enough, dude. You gotta part the Red Sea and walk on out here. Yeah, but <laughs> Thanks for having me. Hey Naomi, is there anything that like uh, you to plug in? As in like, you know, Instagram or do you have like a business thing going on type nah, of thing? No, I just keep on supporting an app. That's really it. Oh really? You guys, yeah. But don't you have it like Instagram page or something? I stay low. <laughs> oh shit, okay. Well Naomi got fuck all to She stays promote. low, mate, because depression gets us all. It, like you know what? That bombed, but that was at the end. But uh no, no, it's you, cut. You fucked up. Right, hey, Chris, plug his shit in, man. Just come to the Windmill Friday night, support Open My Comedy. Come to the ECC Tuesday nights, convenience in the city. Uh, I've got a terrible Instagram page where nothing happens called Laugh at Storfs. Check that out. I don't know. At Laugh at Storfs, whatever. I'm at Bruno Entertainment 19. We'll see you on the next one, man. Play a pep. Swag on deck, Council Scotland. <laughs>